Rio Rancho Radio 92.9. We are brought to you this morning by Pam Harris's Pete Quail Realty on Southern in Rio Rancho. Look for that big baseball out by the street, and that's where she is. And it is time to find out what's going on in the City of Vision with our Mayor, Greg Hull. Good morning, Mayor. Well, good morning, Derek, and good morning to everybody out there. What another great week here in the City of Rio Rancho, and looking forward to talking of all of the stuff. And I want to remind everybody once again, Happy New Year. Here we go. Yep. You know, we are in 2021. I saw a meme the other day on the internet that said 2021 is uh, telling 2020 here hold my beer (laughs) it's gotten off to a interesting start but you know what we're going to stay focused on the city of vision and what we can do right here in rear rancho now last week we talked about all the things that happened even in a pandemic during 2020 for the city now we promised everybody this week we would talk about what we have to look forward to well first off we start off by telling the city of rear rancho happy 40th anniversary we are officially in our 40th year as a city we were incorporated back in 1981 and uh it's it's 40 years where does it go and i'm going you know what wow that was my first year of high school was 1981 (laughs) so yeah we grew fast and uh i wonder why i Uh, mean for the time that this has been a city before it was a city i guess what it was just part of sandoval county yeah no it was sandoval county it started when it started off it was rio rancho estates which was part of sandoval county and actually uh, a better portion of the city was uh, part of the albuquerque school district aps there's probably a bunch of people out there that remember that and so then it, the city incorporated intel was actually here before the city incorporated and as a matter of fact, if people don't know this, Intel Corporation is still actually not in the city limits. It's still part of the unincorporated county. I noticed that on the map. It's kind of a cutout right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there were reasons that when the city did incorporate into its own municipality that Intel was left out of that and uh, remains part of the county. And that's basically because of the way they originally their uh, industrial revenue bonds were structured as part of the way of investing here in the state of New Mexico. But that's a whole other story, getting out of that, getting away from that, right? But 40 years, so we've got a lot of things to celebrate this year. We've got a lot of great things. And I'm going to stay very focused on all of the great positive things that are happening here in the community. One of the things that we're going to see is we're going to see some really cool new stores open right so we've got dunkin donuts coming Mm -hmm. and we're going to see that we're going to celebrate that i don't know how we're going to do it yet but we're going to celebrate it somehow some way i'm hoping that as we get through covid and as the vaccine gets out there and we start to balance this whole thing start to open things back up that we'll be able to go back and celebrate some of the things that we didn't get to celebrate in 2020 like the opening of joe harris elementary school and the opening of shining stars preschool so a delayed ribbon cutting for all these businesses that opened during covid exactly and there were there were new businesses that opened that we really didn't get to have a huge celebration for like dutch brothers coffee that's Mm -hmm. obviously 2020 but we want to look forward into 2021 and celebrate these businesses and make sure they understand that we appreciate their investment in our community and that we're here to support them. But I think in Dutch Brothers case, it's easy to see that they're very well supported. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there's never not a line at, at those two uh, facilities. It's pretty crazy. 
but as we look forward so we've got uh like i said dunkin donuts coming to town there's going to be another company called rise and roast that's a donut and coffee shop that'll be over on unser boulevard that's oh, coming to town the new murphy's gas station there the new murphy's gas station right on southern boulevard out in front of o'hare's that that opened up and it was not to any fanfare right. you know obviously but we do want to thank them and celebrate their investment in our community. And so we'll be looking forward to doing that. We're going to celebrate the arrival of a new job creator here in town called NTX Bio. And this is going to bring at the full build out of the facility and the full capacity that they're looking to do. They're planning over, you know, as they grow to bring upwards of 115 jobs to the community and these are all very well-paying jobs that look to be well over seventy thousand dollars a year and so that's a very good uh, salary and so we're looking forward to them i being. would think that would bring some people to rio rancho because you know i never got my degree in biology so you know i couldn't work there but i would think that people from around the country who have that kind of knowledge might come here to work for that company yeah no absolutely we'd want to bring in some of that and then of course keeping as many jobs as we can in the city of Rio Rancho helps us keep the money in the economy, in our local economy. So that's always good. Cuts down the traffic on the bridges going into Albuquerque. It does. (laughs) It does. We know that if we can't build another bridge, which we've talked about that on previous shows, if we Mm -hmm. can't get another bridge across the river, what we need to do is create jobs on this side of the river so people don't have to drive across the river. That's the alternate solution to the traffic jams that we've seen crossing the Rio Grande. So when we talk about it from a retail level, those are just kind of what I call the teasers that are coming that we know about. And there's a few more that unfortunately I'm not allowed to talk about just yet that are going to be coming. We're hoping to make those announcements, but we've got some pretty cool offerings coming. We're also looking to uh, see the, the opening and we know about this of Turtle Mountain. Their original Rio Rancho business, right? They're splitting off and opening up a second location up in Enchanted Hills. So we're excited about that, and uh, that process is already underway. So we're going to celebrate the opening of another Turtle Mountain and a nice, uh, nice little restaurant that'll be up in Enchanted Hills. And I know the people up there are always looking for a nice little sit-down restaurant to go to, and this will provide that opportunity for them in Enchanted Hills. So we're excited about that as well. Good. No, yeah. anything we can get up at that end of town, and I live up in that end of town. Of course, the radio station's here on the southern part of town, so I travel back and forth. But it's nice to have places to go without having to drive. You know, it's only six miles, but right, still, right. you know. But still, no, you, yeah. you, you know, I used to live in Enchanted Hills years ago. And, so you and, know. Yeah. So you didn't have that center up there when you lived there. No, no. The, uh, the shopping center was not up there. We did have the Albertsons. Yeah. That was it. That was about it. The Albertsons and the Shell gas station. So uh, was I think were some of the original anchors to go in there. The it's come ma- a long way. Well, yeah, and you know, across five twenty eight was Price Dairy Farm. So on a hot afternoon with the wind blowing in the appropriate direction, uh, you know, we we got the smell of the dairy farm there in Enchanted <laughs> Hills. So yeah, I mean, look, a lot of growth, very quick, very rapidly. Uh, the city of Rio Rancho is, uh, like, say, it's a, a hundred and three square mile city. It's very spread out especially for our population if you look at comparable cities throughout the united states with a population of around 100,000 you normally see there are probably 50 square miles or less not 103 square miles so that creates the challenges because 
You've got to supply and maintain infrastructure to all of that. <laughs> well, and there's a big part of the town that still doesn't have power. Right. Yet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's so, no power lines. Right. No. <laughs> so, some of the areas, yeah, no, some of the areas don't have. Or water lines. Uh, yeah, or, water lines, yeah. sewer lines, power lines, depending on where you're at. Those are the areas that uh, you eventually have to get some of that stuff into. Well, but again, I should point out, that's the city doesn't do that part. PNM not, does not, the, not power the power lines. lines. Right. Yeah. And so if you want power, you got to work through go to the power company. Yeah. And then, but on the water sewer side, that is the, uh, city's, right. the, the city that comes in. And we work with the developers to get that done. So we're excited about some of the restaurant and business offerings that are going to be coming to the city of Rio Rancho in 2021. And so we're going to do some really fun, I think, 40th anniversary celebration stuff. I think we'll do real good. And uh, I know everybody's excited about these businesses coming to Rio Rancho. And I'm excited as well. We've worked hard to get them here. And once again, I will just say this is that I, there's a couple of items that we're working on right now that uh, whether it be in Enchanted Hills or in the Unser Gateway and some of the other places in the community, we're working on some quality items that I think will be very exciting for the community. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. As much as I'd love to spill my guts right now, I am under uh, certain agreements not to disclose plans. Oh, so. you, it's okay. You can tell me, Mayor. It's just <laughs> you and me in this room, right? Yeah. Just you and me in the microphones. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but no, I was going to say, as a resident here now, I, I've gotten to the point where I go couple of weeks now before I have to go into Albuquerque. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things I like to do in Albuquerque, but there's enough here now that I don't have to drive down the hill. Well, you know, we used to say all the time when, you know, you live up here in Rio Rancho, you'd say, well, we're going to go to town. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. That meant Albuquerque. That was the town. That meant Albuquerque. Yeah. Now Rio Rancho is starting to become more and more self-sufficient and have our own offerings up here. And investors are seeing the value in the the market that's up here. I mean, in 2020, we saw the entrance and we didn't really get to celebrate it because once again, COVID was natural grocers came mm -hmm. to Rio Rancho. I'm hearing that they've been extremely successful with this move, bringing natural grocers into Rio Rancho. And we worked for many years to get that deal done. And I'm very happy that it did come to fruition. We got the deal done. We made it happen. And that offered a natural food option in Rio Rancho. Now, as I've always said, once you put something like that into a market where it kind of stands between customers and another business with a different title, then those other businesses start to look at the market again going, wait a minute, if we don't get a location up in here, we're going to lose all of our business to this business. Yeah, so it's, it's what they call, I believe, reverse leakage, where people used to go down the hill to other stores like this one. Now people on the west side of Albuquerque are coming up the hill correct. to shop in Rio Ranch. Correct. So now those other stores realize, hey, if we want to keep that market, we're going to have to have a presence in that market. Let me just say, first off, I'm very thankful and grateful that Natural Foods invested in Rio Rancho. But I think that also creates a competitive market that other name brands in the next year or so, I think, are going to probably be looking very heavily at the Rio Rancho market to make sure that they don't lose any business from Rio Rancho. They understand that they're going to have to come up here and actually serve Rio Rancho as a Rio Rancho business. And I meant to tell you, too, not to change the subject, but just for a moment here. I took the ride. I went up to Los Diamantes and drove around, and I saw this new school you were talking about and the houses being built up there. 
I also took a ride around. I've been here for going almost three years now and started to explore. So took a ride up to Placidas. Never been up there. Yeah. You know, beautiful homes up there. Bernalillo. I've been in Bernalillo, but my wife had never seen downtown Bernalillo. Pretty yeah. little town. It's gorgeous. It's fixed itself up real nice. Yeah. And paved their streets too. And so there's all kinds of things to do without driving very far. Placidas is like five miles up 550. Not far at all. Not yeah. far at all. It's a beautiful drive. Yeah. I know Carrie and I love to go up and just drive through the mountains, go up around the backside of the mountain. Yeah. Historic little town. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So along with that, in 2021, we're looking to celebrate the opening of Campus Park, which is a new park at City Center that will have an entertainment amphitheater out there. And we're hoping to pair that up with the Rio Rancho Event Center. And what we mean by that is that once we get past COVID and we're allowed to have concerts again, is we might have after hours concerts out in the park, you know, in the summertime, Mm -hmm. or we'll have summertime concerts like for fourth of july and stuff like that we might have a concert series who knows but we're going to program that so that we have a lot of community events and uh we're queuing it up to where it's a park where there won't be any playground equipment so it's more of a gathering park if you right. will it's a great place for maybe mayor sunday is fun day correct yeah. correct could we the could. parking problem would be solved Right. Yes. <laughs> we got all that parking. For we wouldn't have to park across center. the street at yeah. Intel. Now, we may not be able to do that this first year no. unless it was a scaled back version. But yes, we're going to have far more parking available out there than we would at Haynes Park. But Haynes Park has been so great because uh, they have Roscoe's Field out right. there, which we get to have the mayor's challenge. challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But that being said, you know campus park will open we'll ribbon cut that at this point in time the the timeline that we currently have looks like somewhere june july that we'll open that park and it'll be exciting and and right now it's a little bit of a scaled back version it's phase one right and there'll be a phase two phase three as we grow the park (laughs) the other reason for having mayor's sunday is fun day and the mayor's challenge there the hospital's right nearby (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true fortunately we've I don't think we've ever had to send anybody to the hospital for the mayor's challenge. Of you. But for me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there was one year they put me through an obstacle course that uh, the paramedics were looking at me like, uh, they actually asked my wife, is he okay? And she's like, yeah, he's just a little out of, he's out of shape. Yeah. And man, I'll be the first to admit, I'm not a marathon runner. I try to get as much exercise as I can, but I'm not in the shape that I would love to be. And uh, uh, certainly not in the shape I was in my 20s or my 30s, right? Well, who is? But I give you credit for, for doing that at all. But also, the one that amazed me was the knocker ball inside that plastic ball, and it's 100 degrees outside. Oh, yeah, that one was a tough one. Yeah. And and I did. I really had to condition myself for over a month to be able to do that because the first time I ever experienced being inside one of those knocker balls, I lost my breath horribly. And if you're not in good shape uh, that and you're in 100-degree heat and you're in this plastic bubble – that can be really hard on your system. So oh, you gotta, yeah. got to be very careful there. So we got that part coming on forward. And then, of course, we're going to celebrate the opening. And what better year to do it than a 40th anniversary to open a brand new senior center at City Center. So we're really seeing that come forward. And if you go out there right now, that building is looking gorgeous. So the initial facility is about 5,000 square feet. It is going to have limited programming. But that being said, the building is designed to be expandable. So mm. this is a phase one. As we look at the demand and the cost of operating that center, 
we will continue to expand it and grow it and offer additional services at that particular facility. And that was a great partnership between uh, uh, the city of Rio Rancho and UNM to make sure that we could be on that property back there and having SRMC right there as well. You know, people come out, they've got maybe an appointment, they stop by the senior center. Uh, I'm sure we'll be offering meal service there as well at some point in time. So the senior citizens will be able to go out there, get a meal, and uh, I do know that during COVID, our senior facilities have been on lockdown. And I know the senior citizens in the community are really missing the service. Oh, the, yeah. Because Rio Rancho has always provided superior senior citizen services at our senior center. I remember <clears throat> you and I did a broadcast at the senior center off Meadowlark. And we had a, a, a sock hop there. And you were there dancing with the ladies. And, I, I, yeah. I was. And, yeah. and let me tell you, some of those ladies dance a lot better than I do. I'll tell you that much. And uh, I think they had more energy than me. So we've got that coming wonder, online. So you've got the senior center, you've got the hospital there, and a whole bunch of new houses being built on Broadmoor right there by right. Uh, Paseo de Volcan. If I was a senior, I might be looking at maybe wanting one of those houses near all that i'll tell you what those houses are being built bought up and 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 snapped up faster than they can be built right now so yeah that's a great location those are some really neat neighborhoods that are right there on broadmoor between northern and paseo de vulcan and uh you're just near all those facilities yeah you're very close to all the all all the great facilities exactly yeah, I would, with it a mile, and, and so uh, if I was a senior, I'm not there yet, but uh, <laughs> that'd be something I'd certainly consider, because uh, you want to be close to facilities uh, as you get older. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, one of the questions that people have asked me is, for the new senior center, are there going to be transportation services? And, and the answer to that is yes. That'll be a work in progress to figure out how we get those transportation services. Right now, we'll probably do the same thing that we're doing at the moment with the current senior center services is use uh, Rio Metro for that pickup and ride service. Mm -hmm. So we'll continue to look at that and make sure the transportation is available. Because one of the things that I've pointed out and looked at, and I I think it's something we need to continue to address, is transportation services out to Sandoval Regional. So uh, that's something that I think needs to be improved. So we've got that going on. And then, of course, you know, as we think about some of the other things that are coming on, the Sandoval Regional Medical Center, along with the UNM Health Sciences Department, are bringing on the orthopedic center of excellence in care and teaching and learning. So you've got uh, that facility, which is being built right now, right as you come into city center, you'll see right at the moment, there's this skeletal kind of Mm -hmm. structure, the steel frame that's up right now, as you come into city center on, on Broadmoor. Right. And that is moving along nicely. And, And that is an extension of not only the college campus, but the hospital as well, so that we continue to make our college, a teaching college that works in collaboration with the hospital there. And so this is a great partnership uh, as it comes forward and really is going to create some neat services for the citizens of Rio Rancho. So you are the Broadmoor mayor. You're the one that paved it up from from <laughs> northern all the way up to Pasada Volca. Now you're continuing. How far will it go? There's really nothing past city center to take it to, is it? No, at this point, the plans for Broadmoor is where it terminates right now is at the senior center. So yeah. we've taken it up to the senior center. Now, it'll bend to the west 
and go back over to civic center circle mm. between the two colleges, between UNM and CNM out there okay. so that it'll create a faster access mm-hmm. into the college facilities. Yeah, so that way I don't have to go around the frontage road and then around City Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it'll be a more direct route to get to the colleges as it moves on. And then as you go out further, there's a road out there called Progress that uh, at some point in time, somewhere way into the future, probably way beyond any, you know, my time here, <laughs> might get paved but that would be that future expansion into that area and that moves up toward as you look at it toward the mariposa area Mm, okay and so i assume north of city center and all that would be residential at some point yeah there's a lot of residential out there but there's also the opportunity uh, for just north of where the hospital is now there's a lot of property there that's owned by UNM and so a lot of it's for sale i see signs yeah well there's some there's private commercial and then there's there's private residential, but there's a lot that is owned by UNM that's not for sale. And that's going to be used as we develop out city center that the college and the hospital is an integral part of the long range plans of how city center develops out. I never knew that. And I'm sure our listeners didn't either. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, dorm rooms could be a possibility. Other campus things. That's why campus park is kind of a neat addition to all of that going on because in order to start to have that campus feel that that real college feel Mm -hmm. you need a park where people can go and just sit in the park and study and outdoor space and neither of those colleges right now the buildings that uh, that are up there at this time have anything like that then there will be wi-fi in the park and there will be where people can go out there and enjoy and relax study and take a break from the indoor setting. So we're very excited about that development and that's what the campus park is all about. It's an extension of the college and learning center that creates the atmosphere that starts to make city center and the college really truly feel like a campus setting. Cause I, I remind you, where do you go where there's, there's any type of a major college presence in a community where they don't have an outdoor space where students can congregate and hang out and study and learn and relax this is also going to lend itself to when you think about it we have hp there and we have city hall and we have sandoval regional and we have the rio rancho event center you have all those Mm -hmm. those places there and the people that are in those buildings will be able to come out and enjoy that park as well and kind of take a break and really if you want to drive back to where i started pursuing this opportunity with the unm is we have food trucks that come out from time to time out of city center to serve the people at HP, the people mm-hmm. at city hall, Sandoval regional, even though HP has their own cafeteria and in UNM SRMC has their own cafeteria. Sometimes people want a different choice and there's, sure. there's nothing out there, obviously that a restaurant that's out there. And one of the reasons, not yet, not yet. But one of the reasons there's not a restaurant out there is there's just not the daytime population and traffic. So if you're an investor, you and I have talked about this. If you're an investor and you're looking for the best place to get the most traffic and make the most money, city center compared to the answer gateway, there's a big difference in the type of exposure you would get as a restaurant. Right? Mm -hmm. So, That being said, what makes sense is to create the traffic by creating opportunity out there. And food trucks are one of those opportunities that we look at that says, hey, look, if we start to build the facilities out here and we have the food trucks, let's create an opportunity for people to buy their lunch, whether it be from the cafeteria at the place you work or a food truck, 
and go sit in the park and enjoy a meal. Get away from your office for a little bit, right? right? People don't want to be stuck inside all day long. And so this gives everybody that opportunity that works out at City Center. And as the demand grows out there and as these services are placed out there, I believe we'll see continued investment. Okay, so those are the things we have to look forward to in 2021. At a minimum. That's scratching the surface, I remind you, Derek. (laughs) And because you never know, somebody could make a call to City Hall tomorrow. Right. Uh, well, and say, hey, we want to come to rearrange. I mean, also, we're going to ribbon cut the new extension or the expansion of Russ Medical Center. That's going right. to come online this year. We're going to we're going to ribbon cut the opening of Los Diamantes this year. Okay. And that that'll celebrate Westside Boulevard, Joe Harris and Los Diamantes all at the same time. And uh, talking with Jerry Shallow from the chamber, uh, I guess they're doing some kind of event like we did on Southern Shop on Southern. They're going to do on Unser. Correct. While that gets repaved. Correct. Those and businesses. Well, and that's the other thing is that it, unfortunately we'll bemoan the starting <laughs> of the Unser Boulevard reconstruction. And I want to take just a quick moment to touch on that. Just remind people, please, Unser Boulevard is going to be under construction in some various different way for the next nine months. So we want to make sure everybody's as informed as they possibly can be. And we will be doing something to make sure that we promote the businesses in that area. And I want to remind people that, You can avoid the construction when going to work, but when coming home and you need to shop at one of those little local stores or eat at one of the local restaurants, make sure you take the extra effort to go through the construction zone and continue to patronize those restaurants because we want them to survive the construction. And this is kind of a double whammy with COVID. So we want to do the best we can to make sure that we're supporting the local restaurants. And just right off the bat, you've got Matucci's there and you've got Taco Cabana there and you've got Einstein's Bagel there. And there's a couple other businesses in the area that we want to make sure you support. And of course, there's the new Dutch Brothers Coffee. And so, you know, so there's there's a few different businesses in that area that we want to make sure that you uh, don't forget about during the construction zone. But in September of 20 in 2021 we will celebrate the nice fresh new Unser Boulevard and it'll be fresh and new from Black Arroyo which is the city limits all the way north to Abrazo and so that's so we're very excited about that and for the people that live in Northern Meadows that might be listening to this show I want to remind you that King Boulevard is under construction right now we're resurfacing that and just to give a quick update on that is that the section between Wilpit and rainbow is what we call a mill and inlay they're going to peel off the asphalt fix the base course underneath basically you know it's well it's a little heavier than a mill and inlay. fill in the cracks fill in the yeah fill in the cracks and then back back fill it and put the asphalt back we're not expanding the facility and we're not restriping it any different than it was when it got taken up because there was some chatter online that i i responded to to give the facts because rumors happen as rumors happen (laughs) i'll just touch base on a couple of the quick rumors is that we were restriping it back to four lanes and if you've lived in rio rancho for any amount of time you'll know that king was originally striped as a four-lane road then he got restriped with a very very nice wide bike lane and took it down to a single lane and that's because when it was four lanes it was a speedway and it was so by taking it down to one lane it it really controlled the speed on the road it's better than it was it may not be perfect but it is better than it was so this will be restriped back to the way it was before they peeled it up no new lanes and then i did hear online and you and i've talked about this that there's that section from unser to wilpit that really needs to be completely rebuilt well because it's 
kind of two different projects and there's two different scopes of work. One being a mill and inlay, just kind of an asphalt replacement. There's no curb. There's no gutter. We are fixing all any ADA issues that might be there. The section from Unser to Wilpit is a complete reconstruct because really all that is, it's just a slather of asphalt on dirt. So mm-hmm. that has that is to be engineered. The drainage has to be done. Curb and gutter has to be put in. Sidewalks have to be looked at. And infrastructure has to be put in the ground. And the reason I'm really going after that project, and I haven't given up on it, it, it is in the engineering phase. We had to delay it because of COVID. I'm sorry. Otherwise, I would have been pushing this forward already. The reality is, if we put the utilities in that street and it services the commercial properties there at King and Unser, mm-hmm. we are much more likely to get an investor to look at that corner than we are right now. And I've talked about that time and time again. So we will be hopefully celebrating the reconstruction of King from Unser to Wilpit in 2021 as well. But that's going to depend on a few things. But I can tell you that section of road is in engineering right now. We're looking at it. We're working on it and trying to uh, get it to a place where we can get that construction started on that section. But it is going to be kind of a double whammy on the folks that live in Northern Meadows, right? Yeah, but won't it be great if you do that and somebody decides to put a supermarket on that corner? Oh, oh, yeah. All those folks that live yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, you're mouth to God's ears. I, yeah, absolutely. I uh, that That is exactly what we're looking for. I've told people time and time again, I think we've had four different convenience stores look at that corner, gas stations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Even that would be nice. Yeah, yeah that would it's be great. It's a long way down to northern to the closest gas station. It is. It is. And so even that would be great. But, you know, one of the biggest detractors to that is there's no public infrastructure at that corner. So that being said, if somebody wanted to develop... It's usually the developer's job to bring that infrastructure in, right? So the city doesn't pay to... That's very expensive, though. And it gets very expensive. And so when people look at that, they go, I don't know, that's an extra million dollars I wasn't really looking to spend. So they'll back away from the project. And uh, we're thinking that if we reconstruct a road and get the infrastructure in the road, that's going to be a lot more attractive. And then at that point... As commercial businesses build into the area, we can assess the cost of that on a pro rata basis to those individual businesses. So it makes sense to where we make the upfront investment to attract the investment. And then as the investments come in, we can figure out how we're going to recover those costs. Very good. So that's why we do this program. So folks can know what is going on in their neighborhoods and that you are working on things. You and the city council aren't just waiting for somebody to come in and say, yes, I'd like to put my business there. You're making it desirable to put a business. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm looking at uh, a year of fantastic opportunity in 2021, and we're going to stay on focus. We're going to stay on point. We're going to get this work done, and we're going to have a marvelous 40th anniversary year of growth, development, job creation, and it's going to be fantastic. So I'm looking forward to a great 2021. All right. Before I let you go, just uh, to let folks know, uh, you will have representation at the state legislative session, I assume. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, this past week, the chamber had an online event, and I think it's on their Facebook page because they did do Facebook Live talking to our legislators. And we will, uh, if not myself personally, we'll have a representative that represents the city in our interest trying to do the best we can. And we work with our state legislators to try to, uh, obviously, lobby for as much stuff as we can get for Rio Rancho. That's it. Yep. All right. All right, Mayor. Well, thank you. We've been talking with Mayor Greg Hull, the mayor of Rio Rancho. Okay. Thank you, Derek. Everybody out there, have an amazing Sunday.
and God bless.